This is Off the Break Podcast, presented by Silver Screen Insider. Greetings and welcome to Off the Break Podcast. I'm Cody. With me are Kyle and Eric. Hello. Hello. Hey guys. How's it going? Good, good, good. Well, we had to call a mulligan on last week's podcast. Yeah. Had a little technical issues with the recording equipment. So sorry about that, guys. It was perfect. It It was the greatest thing you you would have ever heard (laughs) in your life. It might have been the best podcast in the world. It was. Hands down. It was. At least top five. Passionate, fiery (laughs) at times. It got heated. Chairs were thrown around. (laughs) Just take our word for it. Yeah, amazing. (laughs) And then the recorder didn't record any of it. Yeah, it recorded me and Kyle, but... It, yeah, it just it didn't record whole... any of it. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it was not Cody's fault. No, I'm just kidding. It's not my fault at all. Yeah, that was our official Captain Marvel discussion. But now we're just gonna give have you a nice again. little streamlined one. A I guess. streamlined version of our main arguments yeah. against because we and have four. We're gonna have hot. Takes. We're gonna have two podcast ep- episodes in one day. In one so day. it's gonna be a long podcasting mm-hmm. day. Did you guys? Get all your fluids? Are you like I have caffeinated? My water bottle here Are we that ready I to go? I have crotch. to pee. No, I'm kidding. Uh, already? I told you to go before the podcast. I tried. I tried. I didn't get to it. <laughs> I forgot. Happens. I forgot. Or so no, excited. I have to go again. <laughs> well, let's get into it really yeah. quick. Um, we last week reviewed Captain Marvel after we had all seen it. And a week I mean, later, it's digested. Yeah. What are our thoughts on it still? I actually saw it a second time. Because he Kyle, loved it so Kyle much. I loved it. Didn't think that Brie Larson was terrible at acting. I, I actually did enjoy myself a little more uh, with my second viewing, but my thoughts, Eric, will you please stop oh. sneezing? <laughs> and bless you. Hybrids. Yeah. Uh, I did enjoy it a little more the second time, but my thoughts on it are still the same, if that mm. makes sense. So we all decided. <laughs> Well, at least Eric and I decided that yeah. it was probably an average Marvel movie. Yeah, Somewhere it was right so in the middle. middle of the road. It was like just yeah. as average as it gets. And yeah, I, I, I agree with that. Thought it was not my least favorite, but it was down there. It was below the the middle line for sure. for me for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, there are parts that are slightly above the middle line. There's a couple parts that are definitely below. Overall, the movie is is the middle line right yeah that's that's a good way like there's definitely cool moments like the Mm -hmm. space shots were great and the cgi works well especially with their powers all visual effects look good yes it's a marvel movie it looks yeah they do a good job with their visual effects especially lately um but yeah just uh, the whole movie in general just isn't stepping up anything it's not really reinvigorating the the franchise or um superhero movies in general at all like it just feels very safe and bland at, yes. at times at a lot of times yeah there are a few good parts like i like ben mendelson as the big twist he's a good guy that that was clever and he um, was very good yeah because i love ben mendelson um i thought samuel jackson what his de-aging wasn't super distracting at all i've heard people say that it was and i don't get it uh yeah i didn't really yeah. get it it still looks um, good to me he I... was fine it was he was funny uh, i can't say the same about brie larson though no. That was probably my biggest complaint. Is yeah, just that's her. where we differ for sure. I think she looks the part, but she just didn't. I don't know if they, they had a clear direction for her to act in. No, I, don't I feel think so. like they didn't know who Captain Marvel, what way they wanted her to be. And I feel she like she wasn't fully fleshed out, and you can't what, act a fully unless you have a fully fleshed out yeah, character. Yeah, and I can imagine people's arguments to that is like, well, she doesn't know who she is. She doesn't remember her past. And it's like that's the 
I think that's a cop, <laughs> I think that's a cop out answer. Sure. <laughs> yeah, she. I don't know. There's just five too many times where she's just kind of standing really still, saying her lines. I couldn't tell if she's trying to be snarky or sarcastic or throw the words back at their face or mm-hmm. you know mock them. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. And she was just she didn't seem like the nicest person. I don't know. I definitely agree with you guys that the direction and the way she's written doesn't help anything in terms of building a character at all. But I do think Brie Larson did a solid job in the role given for what she had to work with. Um, I, I understand the points being made, though, that like she does seem wooden, but it it didn't bother me all that much. I don't, I don't know what it was. Maybe it could be a little bit of fanboyism, too. I could admit <laughs> to that, but I don't know. Um, with how good Brie um, Larson is, I felt like she did a lot better than people are giving her credit for. Fanboyism of Marvel or of Brie Larson? Both. <laughs> yeah, I thought she was fantastic. <laughs> Rose-colored goggles on her acting abilities. <laughs> for I sure. thought she was a fantastic because she is. You know, Short Term Twelve and Room. She's she won. She's a Oscar phenomenal actress. Yeah. Or she has proven that she's capable mm-hmm. of that. But I don't know. In this movie, it, she didn't elevate any of the already pretty pretty serviceable generic dialogue you know i don't know she just didn't add any sort of spark to the character well i think that brings me to our third point um or our second point which was that this film for me and doesn't do what wonder woman did for representation of women superheroes it didn't right. elevate it it didn't yeah wasn't i don't know that seems to be something that everybody just keeps praising is like oh marvel's first female superhero if you strip all of that away right. yeah that's it's well marvel finally made a movie with a female lead, lead. it's like okay yes that's cool it it's about time the movie that doesn't make the mm-hmm. movie good though and i would argue that there were already strong female characters yeah. in the universe that were way more badass than yeah. what was represented on screen. Yeah, like, like if Captain Marvel is the best you have when it is, if this is going to be your big like flagship moment, yeah. you know your cultural f- milestone. It's like you. Nah. I would have taken an Agent Carter movie over yeah. this. Yeah, I loved Agent Carter. Yeah, by the sounds of the director and Brie Larson, they are mm-hmm. trying to make. Uh, a female-led superhero movie kind of be a not a cultural phenomenon but just uh, a way to impact uh the world culturally culturally and yeah, politically yeah. i get exactly sense, what you're saying but it's it it doesn't come across as that really no which isn't a well which that's isn't a thing. bad like, thing for me like it doesn't need to you but have... if you're trying to and it lands in the way that it did then i feel like that's not you didn't do you a good job with mark. your mission yeah you missed yeah. the mark on that well to me that's that's what's frustrating about this whole thing because the movie itself is almost irrelevant. You know, people aren't really talking mm-hmm. about the movie or the story right. of the movie or the character of Captain Marvel. They're talking about what a big moment it is that Marvel's finally making this f- their first female-led superhero film. And it's just, I don't know. The movie is just nothing better than your average Marvel movie. But because it happens to be... You know, Brie Larson happens to be the lead. I feel like there are mm-hmm. so many headlines being written about the wrong things. Exactly. I would agree um, with that, too. I was disappointed because you were led to believe this was supposed to be such a representation of women on screen and as superheroes. And then you get there and it's just yeah. boring and bland. And I would say that DC and Wonder Woman totally beat Marvel yeah. to the punch. Oh, yeah. And Wonder Woman so far out exceeds well, Wonder Woman that. Too, yeah, Wonder Woman would be the better movie. Obviously, Wonder Woman was, ended up being huge. But yeah. it was... it was. It, 
it had long legs, you know. It wasn't this right. huge phenomenon right out of the gate. But it was so good at yeah, it grew, backed grew. it up. And mm-hmm. it, unlike Captain Marvel, maybe this is overly cynical, but it felt like going into Captain Marvel, the the whole narrative of this being this big, huge moment, you know, was already kind of made. That's why people are going to see you know the first female-led Marvel movie. Right. But Wonder Woman just kind of came out, and people realized that it was really good, mm-hmm. and then they're like. Huh? Like, oh my gosh! Yeah, there was, who would have thought? There was definitely skepticism with Wonder Woman because it oh, wasn't yeah. really known that superhero-led oh, yeah. movies could be successful. Like, there was a lot of flops that happened before it when people tried that. Mm-hmm. Um, but there, it wasn't this angry backlash or anything that kind of what happened yeah. with Marvel's Captain Marvel, which that part was unfortunate and, and I didn't like. But I yeah, you make a good point that it right. didn't seem like it was well, that the movie big just kind of came out. Time. It was made. With a, it was a labor of love for everybody involved, and for the most part, the movie ended up being great. People yeah. recognized that, and that, and then the movie went on to become a phenomenon. And I feel like with Captain Marvel, they're basically trying to do that same thing, but with a Marvel hero. Yeah, but the movie just does not. Well, back I it think up. they skip the steps of it being a labor of love and a slow simmer, and people discovering yeah. a really fleshed out character. They skipped all that and just went right to the praise. And I feel like it's unwarranted. It's unearned. Yeah. I that's... mean, there's no way it's going to be a, a growing, a slow burn because Mm-mm. you know people are seeing this so that they know who this character is when yeah. she shows up in Endgame. Like a huge amount of people. That is probably their main reason for seeing this. Right. Um. Not everybody. But I don't know. Yeah. Right. I did. will say, though, a third point that we didn't make on our last podcast, but I wanted to bring it up in this one, was Brie Larson did look the part. Like, I liked her her costuming. I liked her, like, um, special effects and her hair design. Yeah, when she the has costume was cool. The space helmet and the cool, like... The space helmet and the mohawk, mohawk are a little cheesy I to me. I love it. Uh, I love it. It's very, it's, it's very fanboy. Her... Um, I'm sure it's very faithful. It's faithful. Yeah. That's a better way to say <laughs> it. But I'm sure, fanboy like, her, faithful. Su- her suit had a lot of CG to it, but didn't look like Green Lantern CG. It was still a physical suit in a lot of scenes. Yeah, the, suits, I, the suit's real. It was the uh, like special yeah. effects. Of, no, I love yeah. most powers. Most Marvel movies, they get their, their suits down pretty well. They do. Their costume design is oh, very good. It was really good. And I like how she's mostly covered. I know that sounds kind of prude of me, but I'm like, that looks like real armor she would wear. Yeah, it's practical. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. So I like that. That part was good. And then um, and then we already talked about the yeah. last part. Was, so that's just kind of the bottom line. A it's a bit. totally average movie. Mm-hmm. Me personally, I thought Brie Larson was kind of bland and not that likable in places. Right. Um. But all of the headlines and the the narrative around this movie is just kind of blowing out over that. Yeah, make it into something it wasn't. It's like I don't know what movie you saw, but it's not that good. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just happy that people are finding enjoyment in it. Yeah, I mean it's gonna be. I'm I'm gonna be surprised by it. It's gonna be joining the billion dollar club here pretty soon. In like three weeks. People were so starved for a good movie, though that they were ready for it. There was. It's about timing, I think, Mm -hmm. with that one. Still so impressive. we'll see we'll see her again she uh, looks yeah. a little different but we've saw her again in the end game trailer yeah which is the whole point of her movie coming out first was that <laughs> she was going to make this appearance gotta introduce that character before 
Yeah. Yeah. So the end, the newest Endgame trailer newest being like last week. <laughs> last week, maybe two weeks ago. Yeah. And oh, those darn technical difficulties <laughs> throwing <laughs> everything off. It was probably the best of the ones we've seen because it had those flashbacks of the moments. one that we've seen. <laughs> well, they had that trailer with the oh that Super Bowl spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. You know, I like I like the kind of take on this. You know, there's going back to slow motion shots of each of the Avengers respective origin films mm-hmm. in and like this h- moody black and white with key red accents here and there. Right. And these are the, the moments that started in the beginning. This is where mm-hmm. it all, it all happened. And now this is where it's all ending. And I like the tie back part. Yeah, no, that. it's it. They seem to have really nailed the, the tone of going into mm-hmm. this movie. The fact that look at these people that you have been with that have been with you for like over a decade. Think of all the stuff they've been through, everything How they've, they've done. Changed or haven't changed. And now it's now it's time for them to face yep. the final threat. And then time the, for them to it's die. Like, it's like, oh jeez. <laughs> and then at Man, the very it has end been of, a while, hasn't it? Of that trailer, we get to see a short um play between Thor and Captain Marvel, Brie Larson. Yes, yeah, so didn't even really That was a nice little sent off for that trip. Thor was kind of funny but I don't know even there Captain Marvel was just kind of standing there she didn't there. even she, say anything I know, <laughs> I know. <laughs> but she didn't even move right. she didn't give a facial thing or, I mean I guess that's kind of the point you she know did. it's she like ooh this she big didn't scary even flinch I can't tell when she smirks or anything she just looks she just so pissed <laughs> off and she didn't flinch at all when the hammer came no, by I get her. that it's cool because it's like yeah she's not a scaredy cat She this right. is a big <laughs> god killing weapon and it like whizzed past her hair but I don't know yeah. I don't know what Thor saw in that moment. I, I, I just love either. I just love the strategy that Marvel is able to do now with this movie. Like they've built up this franchise for so long that they've earned the capabilities to not even really need to have a trailer to sell their movies. Yeah. And when they do, especially for this one, like there's still so much unknown about this. Like yeah. they're not showing us anything, but yet well, yeah. they're reminding us of why we love watching these movies in the first place. And we're able to go into this with so much mystery. That is just so ingenious. Like no other movie could probably do that. I don't think they are amazing at creating events around their films. Yeah. Oh yeah. And especially this one. Cause you know, one thing I said the first time we tried to do this podcast is obviously I'm like burnt out on, on the Marvel movie event sort of thing. But even, even, even Endgame is still going to get me like that excited. Yeah. It's like I'm, I'm buying the stakes of this thing. We've been with these guys for so long, and now knowing that at least, hopefully, like three of them are going to die, mm-hmm. oh. I'm very excited. We <laughs> talked about this. We don't want them to die. We want them to go in the past want and have all die. Ha- happy lives, just not in this time frame. We want them frame. to all grasp hands and stand in a circle around Thanos <laughs> and channel their inner energy to <laughs> defeat them once and for all, but the resulting explosion kills them all in the process. That kind Beautiful. of sound looks like the end. Beautifully like the, poetic. The end of Toy Story where you think they're going to get melted that's and they all was, hold hands. I was thinking Guardians of the Galaxy, but yeah, that works too. I, oh, yeah, that I guess too. I guess Guardians. Before um, the dance-off happens. Right, right, right. So no fun dance-off for the No. For the I guys. still don't buy the dance-off. So. I love the dance-off. It's kind of funny, but I don't buy it. I don't buy it. <laughs> well, um, and then Disney followed up. Endgame with a really much better Aladdin trailer. Yeah, much very, better. very much better Aladdin. <laughs> yeah. So much the, really better. Yeah. The big point we made better. last week <laughs> and 
our super insightful like talk was that they should have just not done any teasers nothing and just should have started with this trailer yeah they, they should end on this trailer. they shouldn't have showed pictures nothing it should have just started with this trailer because yeah, i mean they've had a <laughs> they've had a tough road to get here a real roller coaster oh, man. if you will they release their <laughs> images what is that is that genie he's not blue they release a trailer with blue genie They're oh my god <laughs> get it like, like kill it with fire my eyes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then they you know nothing they they can't make people happy no but then they release this one and it's like oh and made people happy huh. okay <laughs> Who would have thought if you actually show a little bit some of the more key of the scenes from the movie, <laughs> show a finished CG genie, yeah, so he doesn't look out of proportion and like weird, a, abomination, yeah, <laughs> and you know just play the the famous songs and the, or some of the music, the kind of retuned, you know how they kind yeah. of re-record it, but it's the same song. Yeah, I don't know. I thought this trailer was a lot better. It's definitely yeah. colorful. Full of music and energy. Full of life. Yeah. It, I was sitting there like, okay, maybe I'll I see liked how, I liked how colorful they made it. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. They brought a lot of that, I feel like, a Bollywood element to it. Yeah. Um, mm, and yeah. with the, the scening, the dancing, and the color, and the flowers, and everything. And oh, yeah. I, I like that. I feel like that added a lot to it. Um, yeah, because before that, all we had is like nighttime shots of sand. Oh, yeah. Sweeping <laughs> sand dunes. It's like, Wow. This is, really this is exciting. This is Aladdin. <laughs> no, uh, this is definitely the trailer that they should stick with. And I mean, other than maybe TV spots, like don't push for trailers anymore. Like I think this one has really made people happy and made people a little bit more calm on what to expect in yeah. this movie. Uh-huh. Uh, they're still going to get like the Aladdin that we know and love, but it's going to have Guy Ritchie's flavor mixed to it. I'm sure because Guy Ritchie is the director of this movie. Um, and I, and Will Smith as Genie still looks like blue Will Smith as Genie. It looks better. Yeah. CGI does, but and it, it, it's still, I'm still fine with it. Like it's going still... pure speculation mode right now. I think that he's going to be blue when Aladdin first meets him and rubs that lamp. Yeah. But then like the second they're done introducing each other after that big musical number, he'll probably like we saw in the trailer turn into that kind of not blue genie he'll turn to lots of eccentric yeah lots of eccentric jewelry and especially like when he's in public and yeah Yeah. he'll just do you think he'll turn red when jafar gets a hold of him like i hope so that would actually be really forgot about that yeah that would be cool that could happen like he's scary and i don't know if this jafar could take hold of will smith (laughs) turn red (laughs) (laughs) this jafar is so lame yeah I mean, I, I say I, I that mean, I say that just because how he comes across in just the trailer. Initially, He's just this young, spoiled, entitled, pretty boy. Just maybe with that's, a high pitched voice. That maybe I don't that's like. the angle they're going with, no, with I, Jafar. I, don't I know. get it. I'm sure it'll work. Do you but, think it was uncomfortable to see like old man Jafar want to marry Jasmine? So they're like, we'll make him a little that's younger. Sure, that's good, probably part. That's of actually it. a good point. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Yeah, because Jafar was that was always uncomfortable. He was not for me. Jasmine's same age in no. the original. Was and he made her a slave to him? Oh yeah. Yeah, maybe. maybe the more oh, that we it's think not of, funny. We're, we were supposed to make fun of it, but now that we're thinking about it, this might make more sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll he see. still has a silly voice, though. The voice yeah. is very jarring because we just don't know Jafar as that. Yeah. But I, and I guess say that, and it's obviously off. it sounds funny because it's an edited trailer and it's yeah. taken out of context. Right. But right. But the I just want to say I have the to rip on something. Incredible. It's an Aladdin trailer. I gotta find something to rip on. Yeah. There's um, always something. Other than Jafar, though solid solid trip very yeah. well done so much better 
then the next trailer that we were going to dissect into was the Good Boys trailer. Oh, yeah. It was a Red Band trailer that we have mm-hmm. featured on our site. Right. And I feel like with those rated R comedies, you have to see the Red Band trailers. Like, Oh, yeah. To get the just, full... If you ever try and watch a classic, like, raunchy R-rated comedy just on TV... Oh, it's so bad. I it's know. brutal. Oh, I hate it. Ta- it. it takes like this. It cuts the soul out of. I was the trying to watch movie. Step Brothers randomly with like my dad had it on. Boats and hose. And it was like, <sighs> yeah. What would it be? Instead? Every other Boats line, it was like, something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Boats. What, it would just be the yeah, Catalina. <laughs> Boats. <laughs> it would just be the Catalina wine mixer. Right. <laughs> yeah. It was censored. Our great economies are terrible, but. This good one. thing this Red Band trailer wasn't censored. Right. And it was it, good. Take, yeah. It follows some middle school boys on their quest to learn how to kiss before the dance. Yeah. yeah that's I guess about super like... condensed synopsis. Mm-hmm. And the shenanigans they get into, which are adult and scary. And well, the dad is Will Forte, and he has yeah. a drone, which is like his prized possession. And in their research on how to kiss, they end up losing their drone losing slash kind of damaging the drone and so then they're like oh no my dad's gonna kill me so they have to go on an adventure to either repair or reclaim the drone Mm -hmm. yeah so it's a very silly low stakes totally middle schooler type plot but then when you pepper in all of the adult wacky hijinks that happen along the the way wacky adult hijinks so i i love me a dirty rated r comedy Mm -hmm. i just love it i laugh so hard poop humor is hilarious to me well, just, I mean, it's some of the minds yeah. of Superbad, and obviously it's it's not being subtle about the fact that it is literally right. Superbad Junior, you know, yeah. Superbad for middle schoolers. Because <laughs> they're what, I think they're sixth, just entered the sixth grade. Yeah, they're right. 12. They're 12 years old. They're not even teenagers. Uh, okay. 12 people. I remember people. those days. So the, I, the part of me that loves raunchy comedy is like, this looks hilarious. And then the mother of me is horrified. Absolutely <laughs> horrified. I did not like it at all. Face your fears. I think I Seth like, Rogen would love to hear that. He would just be like, exactly. Like, yeah, that's kind of the point. <laughs> There's a part in the trailer where he's like, my mom is my best friend. I'm like, yeah, at that age, she should still should be. I hope no, my children are still my best friends. I remember you saying that to your husband and he was just like, um... Sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah, no, the chemistry of these kids. And I mean, Jacob Jacob Tremblay, obviously, is the kid from Room, also with Brie Larson. He should have been nominated for an Oscar, um, too. Yeah, he was phenomenal in that. This is a totally different type of role, but it's he's awesome. proving himself to be a very, very talented child actor. I can't yeah. remember the names of the other two kids, but their chemistry, f- purely from this trailer alone, it looks perfect. Yeah. yeah. It's well, going to be hilarious. Yeah, I think some of them came from TV, but I can't recall their names either. So... I don't know what to do with this movie. Like, I'm really <laughs> excited because I really want a good comedy. Oh, I think it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna do great. I think. But I think it's gonna horrify so many adults, so many mommies out there. <laughs> well, they should also read the rating before going no. to see this. No, it's not nothing to do with the rating. It okay, has everything to do with because so you have little to, everything little boys. to everything to it's. Well, yeah, your kid, you, they they do these things. You can. Put it out of sight, out of mind, but they're still happening. A, a lot of adult stuff is going to happen <laughs> that these kids are, should not be seen yet. Oh, this is going to be tough for me. I don't know how to tamp down the mama instincts yeah, and I'm, enjoy the movie. I'm wondering like, how you're going to react to that one. That's for sure. I know. Because I, really, I know we're going to have a good time yeah. watching oh, it. It's gonna it'll be, be yeah, good. It's going to be hilarious. I really like comedies, but then there's going to be this part of me that's going to be so horrified. Like, no, they're just children. <laughs> they're still babies. Where, you got to grow up mamas? sometime. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I think it looks great. Super bad. Junior. Junior. 
Um, when does that come out? August 16th. Yeah, it comes out end of summer. So it'll Still be a good out. end of summer movie. Still a ways out. Um, and then the last one, which was more appropriate, was... Kind of. <laughs> was um, In the right Booksmart. age range. Yeah, yeah which Booksmart's takes place kinda... in high school. Two high school girls, they're about to graduate, and they realized at the end of graduation that the kids that went out and partied got into the same universities yeah. that they did. They wasted which all their so time true, studying. The <laughs> wasted all that time studying and being good students when they could be out partying. When they could have been out partying because... And how true that kids. is. Yeah. That's actually how true that I is. I like that spin on it because it's not like the traditional, oh, we're nerds, but we're finally going to leash yeah. our true selves and party with the rest of them. It's like we are nerds and we thought that we were working harder than everyone else, but that was meaningless because these slack, these because slackies, high school doesn't slackies, matter. Is that even a word? These <laughs> slackies are uh, also slackers. getting to the same. Thank you. Yeah. Slackers are also getting to the <laughs> same. Slackies uh, too. I, I like that one. I'm sticking with that. It's like a group of slackers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> gaggle slackies a gaggle of slackies <laughs> i love uh, it i don't know if i like that i i know i do i'm sticking I do. with it a gaggle of slackies yeah um i like the i like the spin yeah. on it i i thought it was really good it's more appropriate in high school i feel like okay if they do bad things like get arrested um that's fine they're in high school they're gonna be they're on the cusp of adulthood mm-hmm. it's more appropriate for me um it's cool to see girls kind of in that role like taking yeah. charge yeah, yeah. And um, of like their sexual relationships and their like all destiny. the stuff that goes yeah. along with that. I li- and the one girl is from Last Man Standing. She is. She's awesome. So she I'm is. really excited about her. She's pretty good in it. Um, and I just thought the whole trailer is funny. It looked like this, maybe this generation's Juno, like with clever writing and funny one-liners. That's a and good. no pregnancy. No pregnant. Well, we don't know. <laughs> See, I would say yes. this is, it's <laughs> yeah. obviously another movie right after Good Boys, coincidentally. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's it's kind of fair at this stage to say it looks like a gender-swapped super bad. Because, yeah. you know, it's, it's that same basic theme based on the things you're reading about. It's the theme of, you know, being with these, the only friends you've really known mm-hmm. for school. But then, you know, naturally life happens and a lot of people go separate ways. So it's just kind of about that. So I feel like it's fair to compare it to super bad at this point. Um, it's just a coming of age yeah. teen comedy where they all kind of have the same themes of finding the finding yourself and coming to terms becoming, with yeah, throwing yourself out there from your friends. I think the, I think the coolest thing about this is that um, it's the directorial debut of Olivia Wilde, yeah, mm-hmm. who um, showed this at South by Southwest, and it's like one of the oh, yeah. most critically acclaimed movies that came out of yeah, it's buzz was through the convention, roof. yeah, I, I which is like pretty exciting to hear. South by Southwest is low grade, getting really good at picking film, like finding films, because mm-hmm. they got they were um, the ones that kind of were the first buzz for Get Out last year. Oh yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah, a year or two year, ago, yeah. right? So he, uh, Jordan Pele. Peel. Peel. Pele. <laughs> Pele. He's, he's French, guys. <laughs> he's, he's a director he is now. now. Jordan, uh, he, he's, a, he's, he's an a, artist. He's an artist now. <laughs> Jordan Pele. He, he debuted there and got so much buzz. And then that continued on through his his run of Get Out. And he, again, he debuted <laughs> us. Yeah. No, I yeah, I agree. And also got critical reviews. So it's nice to see like another something other than Sundance or Toronto and these other festivals maybe um, give notice to these like small films. Speaking of us, I real quick, I saw this um, 
trailer before the screening for us and mm-hmm. everyone was buzzing about that one the most. I mean, there was also like Avengers and everyone was like, ooh, Avengers. Oh, but... you're talking about the Booksmart trailer. Yeah. Right. But the Booksmart trailer was also on before it's such the a good, screening. Funny trailer. It is a it is great and clearly it shows as it had one of the <laughs> biggest reactions. Nice. So Yeah, I think it's gonna be great. It's Again, its critical reception is right. phenomenal right now. I think the only thing I'm a little concerned about is it's being distributed by a smaller film co- um, distribution company, United Artists Releasing, which was formerly Annapurna. Right. Mm-hmm. So it comes from the Annapurna division of not that newly created company. Yeah. And we'll we'll see what they do. They're going pretty wide with Missing Link, which is great. Like it's nice to see a smaller film company go yeah. super like 4000 plus prints especially on, for an animated movie. Yeah, yeah, on something. So I'm really hoping that Missing Link does well because when it would be nice to follow up with good product like this. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's my that's my one takeaway too is that I'm curious how many theaters it's going to be able to expand to cuz I do feel like there could be a big audience for this one. Um, if the trailers have as good of a reaction as we think they are doing right now. Yeah, just keep fingers crossed and hopefully word of mouth can Oh, I do hope a lot. word of mouth does a lot for it. Because it hopefully, looks hilarious. Yeah. So that kind of concludes our our uh, revision of last week's <laughs> podcast. Again, sorry for the delay. Yeah. We should be all good now. We are very efficient though. You missed out a lot of good discussion last week, but that's okay. We'll get into great discussion on the next podcast, which we will be taping later today. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. And we're, what are we going to do in the next one, guys? Uh, we're going to talk about us because yeah. I was able to yeah. see it. Movie well, us. Early re- reactions to us. Fact right. That Disney had to finally admit that they were at fault and go back to James Gunn. Right. Yeah. A big surprise last real, week. We're real sorry, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ezra Miller wanting to write his own version of the of flash, the flash script. script it's like i'm I'm through with waiting i'm, I'm doing I'm, it myself i'm gonna be excited for that yeah. conversation that yeah. one's gonna be good guys fox disney merger has happened we oh, need we'll to get to that, that. yeah we have some we'll have some thoughts for sure the dawn of a new age <laughs> really though yeah disney people, overlords people don't realize <laughs> and then we'll go over some trailers and how toy story 4 looks like a turd it looks that's like strong, incredible. Yes. We're gonna have a discussion. There's gonna be some good stuff. There's gonna oh, be yeah. some good I hope, conversation. I hope Woody dies in the end. Oh my god! <laughs> It'd be if he doesn't have a purpose, if he can't learn to live for himself, now that Andy's gone, he well, might. Uh, like, oh my god! Might just if off Captain himself. America's gonna die. Woody needs to die. Good lord! Well, she's the one who didn't like that he tried to save Forky from killing himself. So yeah, she's in left, favor of toy suicide. She, apparently, <laughs> God. But we'll get to all of that suicide, and more. It was freedom. No, it was it was suicide. We'll get to that. <laughs> okay, we'll get to yeah. that. So you'll be seeing <laughs> two uh, podcasts today. Two podcasts going up at once over at SilverScreenInsider.com, as well as all the trailers that we break down, all the articles that we're going to talk about in these pod in these uh, podcast episodes, and also check yeah. us out on iTunes. We're up on there as well. Yep, go check out Preview Preview and go watch that Good Boys trailer. Yeah, watch all, the all you mamas out there. Especially tell me, the Toy Story tell me what you think. <laughs> tell me what you think. <laughs> Make sure that I just did not have the only mama reaction to it. <laughs> all right. Take okay. care. Bye. Bye. <laughs>